fucking rookie. All right, this is Adam Wolf. You're listening to They Said I'm Funny. I'm here with my good buddy, my pal, my chum. compatriot, my chum, my homie, my ace. Uh, essay? No. I don't. Am I an essay? No, I'm not. <laughs> <an essay. laughs> I don't identify as, as an essay. Um, <laughs> Justin Marino. Yeah. That was the least Who's Hispanic way. The least Hispanic way of saying essay. Yeah. And today we we have our as always. Uh, Not always. <laughs> as always as today. Every, <laughs> every ten episodes. Yeah, every every one. It's like a leap year. Every four years, Chelsea's <laughs> yeah. on a on an episode. She's our, our producer. Uh, you'll hear her laughing and making noise during our sound reduction <laughs> segments. And uh, today we have a special guest, all the way from Wisconsin. It's a quiz. Oh, look how he doesn't look ink because Michigan. Oh, we thought you were gonna be mad. It's close. No, I I know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ah. yeah, he he first. <laughs> oh, you wanted to yeah. me to do that. Yeah, oh. yeah, we were because we know there's a rivalry right between Wisconsin and Michigan. Yeah, or is that just something from? I mean, I'm just kind of I'm just <laughs> I'm just kind of used to it now. I've yeah. been introduced to someone from Minnesota yeah, and in Wisconsin. I, th- I think that's just the Texas hubris. Like yeah. anything outside of Texas is. Fuck all, you know, like yeah. There's a lot of people that don't even know like Southern Canada exists, you know. Does it? Yeah, what? <laughs> I know. Well, I'm just saying, like the North Midwest. Oh, it's Southern Canada. Like yeah, yeah. the the, gotcha, the, gotcha, the gotcha. very cold parts of everything I know, know about that Canada a? is from Letterkenny. So same. That's about it. I gave that show like at least a season. I, I, it wasn't bad, never, but it was. It, oh, I love it. Does it change? Does it evolve? Because it would seem like it was the same, like yeah. few tropes the entire show. Yes, I mean those, tro- oh, I'm those fight. tropes are. Re- the repeated. hockey guys are dumb. Yeah, his sister's a slut. <laughs> oh no! Hey, we don't slut shame. No, no, oh, I'm she's sorry. Not. She's adventurous with her body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, they they found a formula and it works. Yeah. I kind of feel totally. like, um, but a lot of shows are like that. But I kind of yeah. feel like when somebody says this is comic is from Waco, like I want to get up there and say I live in Waco, but I'm not from Waco, mm. um, which is I don't know why it kind of seemed like it fit into the what we were talking about. Is Michigan <laughs> part of care. your comedic identity? That's a good question. Now I would say the Midwest. Okay, for sure. Because you do have, you do have s- some jokes where you talk about going back to Michigan. But it, I feel like it's more about your family and less about like, oh, in in Texas we do it this way, but in the Midwest right. we do it that way. Yeah, and I think my accent will sneak out a little bit, especially if I've had a a couple burrs. When you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just uh, oh yeah, you know, yeah, you know, yeah, <laughs> like those will start sneaking out. And <laughs> Who the hell? A pooper scooper, <laughs> you know. Where's Scott go? <laughs> <laughs> but I don't. I don't think. I identify as just like, like, as a Michigander. Okay. You know. Yeah, we had talked with Jeremiah last week about, um, like, social media, and and if you if you have something that goes viral, you get stuck in that. And there are a couple of comics that are they're the Midwestern comics, and they do every single one of their reels or TikToks is about being from the Midwest and. To me, it's a little repetitive because it's always the the trope of they're so nice or you know they, I don't know, but yeah, I, I definitely I, I'm glad you asked that question, but I def I don't think that you ever come off as that's my thing is that I'm from the Midwest and it it could also be because people people in Texas would be like okay I don't 
yeah. I was gonna yeah. say everybody speaking, yeah. everybody's nice yeah. here too. Like it's yeah. not that it's not that different. Like people are still very friendly here, very nice. We eat cheese, it's just queso. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Beer, we drink a lot of beer, yeah. but it's you Lone melt Star your cheese. And IPAs yeah. and yeah, yeah. So all right. All right, that's uh, that's <laughs> a sweet episode. Yeah. All right, guys, that was, a great that was fun. We'll see ya. Uh, I'm gonna go back cheese, to Michigan. Any cheese you want to endorse or? Uh, that's a yeah. that's a Wisconsin thing. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, we it, he has it in his notes that you're from Wisconsin. It's, cross, so. it's, it's crossed out. So what what um brought you from all the way from the uh, chilly wastes land of Michigan all the way down to to old Texas? Well, originally I. I went went through a a pretty bad breakup and I was just like fuck everything. I want to just start fresh, start something new. I had been already doing comedy for I think it was 2 2 years at this point. I was like I w- I want to I want to go after this stupid thing, you know. Um and then ended up selling basically everything that I had including like my house and damn near everything, and then uh, moved out with my buddy in California. And holy shit, did I learn a lot about comedy? Yeah. I went to San Diego with my buddy, and that's when I like really learned. I was like, oh man, I am not, I'm not good at this. <laughs> like, <laughs> like this is hard. <laughs> this is very hard. But I I learned a shit ton out there. Like, um, and then my brother slash stepbrother um he was traveling all over the country uh putting up windmills nice and like the big wind turbines or like yeah the turbines oh, okay. yeah <laughs> the little pinwheels no yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just for decoration yeah those ones you buy at home depot no, they just travel the country yeah. <laughs> and then oh we just kind of decided you know austin's a hopping place right now um how long ago was that uh i think it's like probably a year and a half now okay. is when we got here because austin had a pretty good scene prior to covid okay. but then when covid hit and every other like new york and all that closed down it just exploded so i was just curious if you were part of that or if it was prior to that yeah no um yeah i'm a part of the problem uh <laughs> 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 with with moving i haven't seen yeah do you get your keep your Michigan out of my Texas? <laughs> <laughs> do you do you live in Austin or or, or? Uh, Flugieville, okay. Flugerville, Pville, as they say, as the kids say. Yeah, but in my subdivision, I am right on the line of Flugerville, Round Rock, and Hutto. Nice. Oh, so, nice. like, you if you want to send mail to my house, you can use three different zip codes if you <laughs> wanted to. And it would find that's its way cool. there. That is a record for that's a guest on the podcast. <laughs> Every other guest weird. on our podcast has had one, one zip code. code. <laughs> <laughs> fun fact. Yeah, write it down. Fact, yeah. <laughs> I am. Just zip, zip codes. <laughs> that's how you feel all the time. <laughs> Whenever I introduce you on the stage, yes. I'm going to make sure to remember that you have three zip codes. This guy. <laughs> this he's guy. all the way from southern Canada. <laughs> <laughs> this Alex Cunningham always talks about his three bathrooms, and he's just an idiot. <laughs> this guy has three zip codes. That's right. Yeah. One house, baby. Three zip codes. He can have <laughs> hose in di- different area codes and never leave his house. <laughs> That's way cooler than yeah. having three bathrooms. Yeah. Thanks. Am I thinking of the wrong person? Um, and I'm still working on this. I'm sorry. Because um, I'm going to, I'm not going to look at you, but I'm talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For the sake of audio quality. Um, do you golf? 
Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, so we need to go to Star Ranch. Yeah. Okay. That's that's a good course. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We can make that happen. Yeah. That that definitely could not have waited till after the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, the, the, we, people care about the intimacy yeah. of our lives. They're they're how here is, to listen to. How has your golf game affected your comedy? <laughs> I think golf. This is me personally. I think golf jokes are so weird. I, I don't know that I've actually like, heard a golf joke. Like, I've heard a few. Like punny. Yeah, yeah they're they're really punny. Yeah. I mean there are like who, was there someone was there someone Thursday night or Wednesday night? They're like, Oh, I, I finished in three strokes. Like talking about sex. It might have been like, Thursday night. And, and then that was like un- that was unlike, still two strokes yeah. better than par or something. And so I was like, eh, I I I got it, yeah. but I didn't. I mean, golfing's kind of like a stereotypically a dad thing, so it makes sense that it it would lead to dad, dad jokes. jokes. Yeah, yeah. So, that makes sense. Yeah. Which is my forte. Yeah. All right. So well, you should golf. With you should, I should yeah, golf. We should go. Maybe golf. I'll be yeah. funnier. Yeah. I like to golf. Nope. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it actually stands for gentlemen only, ladies <laughs> for yeah, We we don't we try to be. I've been before. We try so. to be inclusive. We try to be. Not with us. <laughs> we try to. You know, equality for everybody, but no golfing. You can go to Top Golf. Yeah. No, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna drinks. go golfing <laughs> <laughs> with way more cooler people than you, fuckers. <laughs> She's talking about uh that putters place. <laughs> I do like downtown. putters. Yeah. That place is cool. Yeah. I play. You've been uh, there? Yeah. yeah. Where you is spend it? a lot of time up here in Waco? No, well, we just went that one <laughs> oh. time. I came up to stay classy. Oh, nice. Yeah. And we had, uh, God damn, that was a fucking crazy night hanging out with. Uh, uh, D1, oh, Gary, uh, was that the Seth, night? Chris. He, he climbed on top of the Pegasus statue? That's no. Uh, no. This was the night Gary couldn't get into, what's the bar? True Love. True love. Yeah, he couldn't get into True Love because his ID was expired. So we all like split up, which that was a problem. <laughs> <laughs> and then we all ended up at Putters. Yeah. Place is okay. dope. Nice. Yeah, we're talking about uh, up here in Waco, there's an open mic. Uh, Stay Classy Waco, which is a great bar. It's a mixed open mic, mm-hmm. and a lot of the uh, comics that are not from Waco come up, which is great because for a long time it'd be like me and one or two other comics and all musicians. Bartenders are a little shifty. Yeah. <laughs> True. Former bartenders, not, not former. Current, yeah. Current inmates, former bartenders. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you heard about that. Yeah. No. no that, yeah, he got indicted, arrested, all the. Above. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. A I remember. Sting. Yeah. But yeah, Putters is a bar. It's it's like a Waco, like a ghetto Dave and Buster's. Like it's not super fancy, but it's a lot of fun. They've got old video games and they got a full uh, putt putt. But it's made out of bricks and like astroturf from Home Depot. But it's it is hard as fuck. Did you actually play? <laughs> no. Oh, there's a hole where it's a hill and the holes on the top, of the hill. top of the hill. It's a fucking impossible. It's impossible. Yeah. I, so I've, <laughs> I've never done yeah. putt putt. I play Mortal Kombat and just button mash. Oh, yeah. I'm the only thing I don't like about it is they're they have you the Simpsons like game, which for yeah. somebody that's as old as me, hey. it was a, a four player punch 'em game, and the screen is messed up. Uh, Those games were awesome because you could play for a long time, and then you'd put another quarter in, and you could play for a long time. Whereas mm-hmm. most of the games, it par- partially because I sucked, you'd put a quarter in, and thirty seconds later you'd be done. You'd be done. Yeah, kind of like our discussion earlier about how fast. <laughs> Wait, that was last yeah. week. Yeah, taking but, out of context <laughs> sounds gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, taking in context, the discussion last week was gross as yeah. well. But yeah. This one is not. Yeah. We might have to shelve that episode. Um, so one and a half years in Austin. 
How long were you guys out in Cali? I was just there for like four months. It wasn't oh, very okay. long. Too but expensive? Um, Too many liberals? Goddamn liberals, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so many. <laughs> um, not enough Kid Rock. Not <laughs> enough Kid Rock for me. <laughs> not enough fresh water. Uh, were you able to get into the... Because uh, Michigan's the land of a thousand lakes, right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's obviously California because that's where the Lakers play. Right. Obviously. <laughs> were you able to get into like the actual club scene or were you doing open like bars? Uh, so like this was kind of at the tail end of COVID. And I feel like California is still like in the tail end of COVID. Yeah, I would be just living my life, going to work, going to grocery stores, just no mask. And like people I knew in California were like huddled in their closet, you know, still oh, yeah. like two years later and yeah so yeah that's so the only thing that was open was um there there were two clubs like uh the laugh factory didn't even have a mic they had shows but they didn't even have an open mic yeah, it's uh, always interesting to me when a comedy club doesn't have an open mic yeah and it was weird because it, it is the laugh factory yeah. but on the same block of laugh factory you have a madhouse comedy club which uh brian simpson actually started there who also lives down here now um but i would they had a mic every single night um and yeah i mean and it was a change because back home um in minnesota um (laughs) we (laughs) i was used to getting like like seven to 15 minute mics like like time yeah and then you get to california and it was like fucking three minutes yeah that's how austin yeah. Be, yeah. So yeah. like now that I'm used to that, but I wasn't used to that. So it's like, fuck, we and I'm a storyteller. Yeah. So it was like, oh man, I need to learn how to punch shit up. Like it definitely changed like my writing and mentality of get to the fucking joke. So uh, if you could like if you could do whatever time you wanted, would you prefer to do like a, a ten minute story or do you actually being forced to condense it to three minutes, do you think it has, that is better for you or would you rather be able to do like a 10 or a 15 minute? So I prefer, you know, I love 15, 20 minute sets. Yeah. Um, but in terms of like writing and working on a joke, I like taking a story and then taking it to several three, four yeah. minute mics a night or what have you until I can punch the shit out of it till it's, till I, so I can grab the attention of the other comics in the room at yeah. <laughs> in Austin. Yeah, I've seen comics that do an hour, not a special, but like 45-minute headlining set, and they tell 10, 15-minutes stories right. where it's like, how do they mic that? Like, how do they test that? Because it f- fits so well together, and, and you can't... Like, if you just told three minutes of that story, it wouldn't make sense. So right. like it, And it, I feel like at, at that stage, like when they're touring... That's when it's yeah. mapped out, you know. Yeah, but it, it's I've got a new yeah. one for you, and it's usually taped out at the end, and they'll admit that it's new, and then there you can tell like they're kind yeah, of and you have to I it. guess know enough of your voice and know that be skilled enough to know it's going to be funny even if it's new because yeah. you don't yeah, want to yeah. go to a show and pay thirty bucks for a forty five you know a headliner and then ten minutes of their set is just like then they're work, Gary Sprague story or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 So what, um, 
why do you, and I'm, I'm just asking, why do you go, and I know you're, you're Pflugerville's north, right? So you're, you're not deep in Austin, but why do you make it an effort to go to um, open mics in other cities when you could just stay in Austin and probably do three mics a night or two nights a night? So I think I brought this up to, you know, everyone at Corky's, but um, what I like to do is I like to, like, do my writing and new jokes and stuff like that in Austin because I can get, <laughs> you know, more reps in in Austin. <laughs> Excuse you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I like to come out here to, like, polish that. Yeah. I, I gen. I think I get a better response, like traveling out, yeah. like coming out to Temple and Waco and um, that, San Antonio, yeah. and like I feel like I get like a, a more real yeah, reaction yeah. to where in Austin it's like I'm just looking for like pops. I'm just looking for the little chuckles if these tags yeah. work. And when I didn't know. Either there were no opportunities in the clean area or I didn't know about them. I used to go to Austin a lot. And a lot of the open mics were all the comedians. Half of them, at least, or more, would be outside smoking and joking. Is that how it is now? Or is it are the open mics that you frequent? Are there, and do you have any suggestions for um, the Timmys and the Garys and the, the Shans out there? <laughs> Tinas. Tinas. I mean, especially especially if you're... You know, you're you're getting new to the game, and if you are, I tell like all the n- new people that I meet, it's like get on stage. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're you're gonna have to do some hell gigs, but if you can grab their attention with a joke, like bank that. Like you know, yeah. you know, you know, it's a good joke if you can make not the best room. Yeah. <laughs> um, but if, if you can make them listen. You know, you, yeah, you got something the there. Yeah. For me, at my point in, in this hobby that I have, <laughs> if I'm going to drive an hour and a half to Austin, I want, I would at least like to increase my chance of having a good audience. So, that, right. you know, so back in the day when I, there weren't a lot of opportunities in this area, it was just like, okay, I'm just going to go do whatever I know is, is running that night. And right. so I think it's a, like you said, at a certain level, I think you just need to get out on the stage, but then as you get better at like you're doing where you're doing these mics where you may not be getting the best response because you're challenging yourself, but then you're also going to other places. You're, there is a purpose to what you're doing. It's not just, I'm just going to show up where the opportunity, I mean, when there's opportunities, you're going to take it, but you're not just showing up randomly or whatever, you know, you have a purpose. So yeah, I usually have a, a, you know, an intention with every uh, mic that I'm going to. And a lot of like now that I've figured out the circuit a little more in Austin, like the ones you like sign up for in a month in advance, that's when those are worth it because you're getting like good crowds. Yeah, yeah. Like um, I think the Cap City one, I haven't been on it, but I've heard it's been great. Um, There's like Buzz Mill, which is a little coffee shop, but it's on Tuesdays. If you can get on that, always good crowd. Like that's one of my favorite mics down there. you you said you emailed Cap. Yeah, they but hadn't heard anything back. In the old days, you emailed them. Now there's a web form on the Twitters okay. that you uh, <laughs> to call <laughs> back Twitters. to last week. 
But um, <laughs> I was talking with Chris Ward, and he was saying that he signed up for like the last four months and still hasn't got called Same. up. So, yeah, so it is. It, it sucks because in the old days... Do I need to go get a part-time job down there? Like, I guess. In the old days, there were less comics. I mean, there were still a shit ton of comics in Austin, but there was less comics, but there was two clubs. But you still... Sometimes it would be you'd have to wait a couple of months, but usually if you if you tried and you weren't trying week after week after week, you know, maybe every two or three weeks you could get on the list at the old Cap City, but you know, maybe that's just a sign that you if you're if you're looking to do it at a, a real comedy club and not as a at a bar to try right. cuz with the mothership comedy mothership's, yeah, mothership's open, open. Uh, the cave creek creek and cave creek in the they, cave are they going to do any open at the mothership I don't know yet. They just had their know. grand opening. I assume they will because yeah. I'm sure Rogan's going to run it yeah. kind of like how the store. But there's there's a, a shit ton of more comics, and I don't know what the so many. the growth rate is. Like If there are more comics, you know, if, if the number of comics has increased way more than the number of comedy clubs well, and open mics. Or it is funny that you mentioned that. Like when I first got here, I dove, I, I dove into the Austin scene and was doing... I sh- I was shooting for getting an hour of stage time a yeah. week through three four minute mics, you know, <laughs> and I I was doing it uh, for sure. Um, you know, I met everyone <laughs> for the yeah. most part. That <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> sorry, that damn cat. <coughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> um, I saw a big drop off once uh, summer ended. Yeah, like oh, a shitload of comics. Like the list would go from sixty to thirty people. Okay, I, w- I wonder if that's students. Like, yeah, I don't at, know. At Maybe that's what it was, because that was crazy. Like the drop off. Okay. I'm like, what happened? I don't know. Historically speaking, very few of the comics are UT students. I mean, there are some, but you know, there's a few. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but most of the comics, even before COVID hit and all the, you know, the kill Tony and all those people and the Joe Rogan's came down. A lot of people would it. Most of it, it's like a second, a stepping stone towards LA or Chicago or New York. Mm-hmm. Like they would come to Austin. They'd be in a little town um, and they do their little open mics there. And then they would move to Austin and then some would stay and then others would, would move on to LA or, or New York or whatever. But um I feel like it's way there's just way more people that are coming here, and I think COVID had a lot to do with it because yeah. everything else was closed. So, mm-hmm. um, and being part of those three scenes, you know, you got Michigan, San Diego, or Southern Cal, and Austin. Um, you know, what is that like? Like being able to have a different perspective. I mean, I mean, I I would assume it just makes you a stronger writer, stronger performer. Yeah, like I said, with San Diego, I, I just learned, like, you got to get attention and punch shit up. And <clears throat> the big one was, you know, some days material isn't going to work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you got to talk to the crowd. Sometimes you got to riff. Um, basically, just be entertaining. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like you have a, you have so a good, sorry. you have a good gauge of that. Like, I, I've seen you pivot. Um, it's not fun. I should have done it last night. I was <laughs> I did a guest spot last night, and I got they were still seating people. Um, what's going on? Sounds like people are having sex. Is that outside or upstairs? It's your cat. Oh, this time. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> like they were still seating people as I was on stage. Yeah. Oh, jeez. I was like, oh man. But I, just like moving, um, the same thing with comedy. Uh, learn to adapt. Um, but I think it has helped me a lot. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just took so a big loud. gulp into the microphone. <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> she wasn't I, even that close to it. I drink really loudly. <laughs> Obviously, it's a thing. You think she'd be better at practicing or swallowing uh, by now? Uh, my, my child has said, "Can you do that in the other room?" <laughs> <laughs> We've had a, a lot of comics who've who like a lot of them just kind of stick in this area. You know, like maybe Alex has done a little bit more outside of the area. Um, but I, one of the big things that even when before the shift with, with all the, the outsiders coming to Austin and that scene blowing up, Austin has had like this um, reputation of being like cut off and, and clicky. And do you, and everybody talks about how great Corky's is. And I've, I've had both experiences a long time ago when I'd frequent Austin where you find the right people and they'll welcome you. How do you feel like our scene compares to the other places you do comedy? Is it, is it different? Is it the same? Do you? So I, like, I fell in love with Corky. You were the first person I met at Corky's because I think I was just chilling at the bar and you came up and you're like, you look like a comic. <laughs> that was the first thing. <clears throat> um, but I fell in love with Corky's like immediately um, because it reminds me of um, Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did I write the demo? <laughs> <laughs> no, it reminds me of my home mic in Travers. Uh, yeah. uh, we have, you know, it was a tight community and, um, you know, the temple the group is, they're, they're tight. It feels like a family. Um, and it feels... You know, I like yeah. to go to Austin to work on the new jokes and shit. And then, like, hopefully it's good enough. And then I can bring it back and, like, I can show off yeah. to you guys. I don't know. I try to be a the pride yeah. in the in the corkies. There's always <laughs> that one or two bars or, or shows or clubs where you're like, I want to do really well here every time. And yep. so you, even if you like the other ones, you try to make that your practice. And then that venue is the the one where you do the it may not be your your stage ready i'm going to do this at a showcase but it's your your more polished material yep. yeah and i like trying new shit over there too but yeah. You know, yeah, yeah yeah it all depends on the night but yeah i do enjoy like even even waco was felt inviting yeah i like i've i've worked with uh the keep awake allowed people uh, Jacob and Katie that own stay classy for a while and they're very welcoming they do music stuff is a lot of music stuff and um but that one to me is is it's more hit and a miss than in a different way than Corky's because sometimes this the audience is smaller or mm -hmm. there's a whole bunch of people and they're just not laughing as much but uh, the mixed open mic it's when you have a music act it's hard to follow and fans that are there for music yeah. It, it it can make it's a different type of like a hundred percent yeah and it but it does build your character it builds your ability to communicate and mm -hmm. um talk over people or or tell people to shut up or yeah. you know try to figure out how to how do I do that and yeah. um so I I love it 
for itself, but then it also gives you opportunities. I think that you don't necessarily get, you go to, you know, a, a real comedy club open mic and everybody is following the, the regular decorum. They're mm-hmm. quiet. They're, you know, tipping their, you know, they're not on their phones. They're not talking a lot. And that's great because then you're, they're paying attention to you. But I, right. I, I think you need to learn those skills, those tough skills in case it's a night where it's not. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's just part of the normal grind that, you're kind of there, and and I think I feel like our personalities um, are. <laughs> I'm a mess today, guys. I uh, thought I was gonna sneeze, but I didn't. No, our, our personalities are similar. Where my mindset is, I need to get attention. Although comparatively, I love the Danny Frenches of the world, <laughs> where they're gonna get your attention yeah. one way or the other. Whereas mine is like, I'm just gonna walk away beating myself up. Like, yeah. Eh, that that joke wasn't as good as I thought it was. It didn't get the attention. Well, and for um, me, it's uh, how I'm feeling that night because on Monday at Classy, I was already I was exhausted. I was like, "There's no point even trying." So I, I think I even apologized <laughs> because they were talking during my joke. I was like, "I'm sorry," <laughs> like, because I just. But then there's other nights where I'll, I'll I won't go as extreme as a, a Danny French, but I will, uh, you know, yell at the crowd or tell them to shut up or or whatever or, or just give up on my set and just. Yeah. talk or whatever so it and i when i first started i never would have been able to do that so right. to to your point to have those shows where you're learning different things and applying them and using those at different you know like well a good example of that i'm i don't know have you been have you done the the lucky duck i have not okay that one's in austin like every comic in austin that's it's a wednesday i haven't gone there in a minute but what I used to do was I used to do Corky's and then I would go straight to Lucky Duck and I would get there like around midnight. Um, and then that was a shit show. Like, <laughs> but I would do nothing but crowd work because yeah. it was just, it's drunk, it's hammered people not paying attention. I mean, one of the go-tos I would do is what bar did you guys just get kicked out of? <laughs> and they usually had an answer. <laughs> So <clears throat> I loved going there to work on crowd work because that's it's not a strong thing in my tool belt. Yeah. But it got stronger by going to there and being like, all right, this is what I'm expecting. They don't give a fuck about material. Uh, I'm just going to go shit on them. That, and that's I think we've probably talked about it, whether it's personally or or on the podcast that a lot of times even comics that you're watching them and you're like, Oh, they're just going up. Like this is all off their head. They have certain go-tos. They, they know if there's a certain type of person mm-hmm. or a, a certain type of couple, they can make this joke. Yeah. You could do like, and direct it to here, them. You could do like yeah. a, um, a, sw- like a, a gym goer or like a, yeah. a cowboy hat, you know, or something like country. Like you can have like something in your back pocket that seems like genuine, authentic yeah. crowd work, but, you know, I, I do this every time I see yeah. a guy in a cowboy hat yeah. or, you know, something. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I've seen comics in our scene. I want to say Philly's one of them where they, where he's used it's crowd work and he, he, it's not like he says the exact same joke and it, it leads to the exact same next joke, you know, but he does have certain things that he looks for, he goes after. And so that is a good, a good tip for the little, little Timmy's and yeah. Tina's and Gary's and Jamiroquai's and. Yeah. That's definitely something like I, I learned last night. Like I said, um, I wish I had something more in my back pocket of go tos 
to start crowd work and then I can lead it into a bit. I mean, I've done it yeah. at Quirky's before where there's like a, you know, a group of young ladies and I just go daddy issues and then yeah. <laughs> I can riff with them on that and then go into me yeah. shitting on my dad. How <laughs> long have you total? So I don't have to do the math. How long have you been doing it from the very first time in Michigan until now? Uh, Four or five years? Yeah, I'm, I think this is year five. So you're like, you're not a rookie, but you're not, I mean, because a lot of these comics that are, are hitting big have been doing, you know, there's a few that break yeah. out pretty early, but you're you're talking, I think Ralphie May, no, it was uh, Fluffy, Gabriel Iglesias. He was talking about how he did really well in black clubs or Latino clubs, and it took him like eight years from when he realized that he wanted to, he was tired of having just, only being able to perform at certain places, he was like, I want to be able to perform everywhere. It took him eight years to where he knew how to write jokes and knew how to perform where no matter where he went, he could get laughs. Yeah. And so it, it you know, you're, you are, and it shows when you, when you're on stage that you're not a rookie, you know, um, what you're doing, but you're also, you can't, you know, it takes time to build oh, up yeah. those things. So I yeah. mean, I, I feel like I just found my voice. Yeah. And like my style, because I, <clears throat> like I do get complimented on it all the time, uh, my timing. Yeah. And I'm in California. I remember one comic came up to me. And he's like, "Where are you from?" And <laughs> I said, "Michigan." And he's like, "You guys all talk like that?" And I was like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Slow." I was like, "What is that?" <laughs> he's like, "No, no, I like it. Like you're you're different." Yeah. <laughs> Because everybody in California is talking really fast. They're getting to the point. Yeah. And I'm like, da, 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 da. Bah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I had to teach myself to slow down because I would, part of it was you're driving an hour and a half to go do a three-minute open mic. You want to get as many <laughs> jokes out as possible. But I would start the next joke before the, the laughs, you know, were finished. Yes. Or oh, tripping you know, over yourself. Yeah. yeah, so it, and I've learned, I can't think of an example now, but there are certain jokes that, if you just told it like you would in a conversation, it wouldn't work. But if you kind of space, like leave a, uh, some silence here or mm -hmm. say this part really fast or really loud, you know, it, yeah. it, some jokes, just that little bit of a tweak can make the difference. Yeah. Uh, and that's, um, that's what I'm struggling with. Um, personally is that my writing voice and my stage voice are s currently still two completely different things. And I, I totally get that too. I think my write, like I'll write something and then I'll take it to the stage and I'm like, this feels weird. It feels yeah, clunky. I, yes, clunky. Like so so many of my personal notes are like trim the fat, yeah. clunky. Yep. Didn't translate. And so like you, you yep. were talking about just like get to the joke. Like, yeah. you know, I, I want to tell the story and I want more time, but that's not necessarily all the case. Like just make it funny. Right. Like, regardless yeah. of what you're doing. And with you in particular, now you did almost a, a new to me material on Wednesday to the point where you were still having to like, yeah, 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 look at your notes a lot. But there was something about Wednesday where everything flowed, you know, even you reading from your notes didn't seem to distract too much from it. Like whatever magic was there, your stage persona, the jokes, yeah. I think there's a little bit of, um, that you have the, like the more innocent face and the persona but you were you were a little bit dirtier than normal and i think um you're welcome but uh, <laughs> thank you I th I, but i think you I spit like on it. it a little bit you know at yeah. least i 
I feel like <laughs> me personally, I'm more, I'm less consistent than you, Scott. Even when you're having, when the crowd's shitty and nobody's laughing, you know, like nobody's getting laughed. You're still consistently, whereas I let it affect me. Or, um, and I've told Justin that times when he's not, you can kind of tell when something's off with him. Like he, he, he's not as energetic yeah. or something, you know. And it, it, it's still funny, but it's not the same as like yeah. Wednesday when you were just everything was there. You and know? I, I don't know if that was a um a comedian's comment or someone there they're like i legitimately just thought you were reading from like a journal entry (laughs) yeah yeah. i was like yeah but it and it wasn't you weren't like glancing to remind yourself what joke you were i mean there was parts where you were just (laughs) reading so i knew it was like i liked it relatively new material yeah Yeah. was it was there any part of you that was reading when you saw it got a response you were being sillier to no, or it was like, just, and yeah, there's you some, just couldn't like, remember your you shit. Could, yeah, you yeah. could, in in my mind, like, the the pivot of, like, oh, I, I can tell, like, these next two sentences aren't going to be funny. Like, let me take that out yeah. in the moment kind of thing. And so, um, yeah, that's just part of, I think that's part of me writing, trying to find my stage voice, writing yep. voice. And writing on stage, and, too. Um, yeah, and, yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's something that I need to, you just, like you said, you just get, get on stage. All these yep. things are going to happen organically yeah. the more stage time you have. Yeah. That, that's from day one. That's yeah. on our podcast. Do it, guys. Stand Do up. It. Everyone except yeah. Gary. Yeah. Get more <laughs> stage time. <laughs> yeah, we hadn't shit on him. Yeah, Gary, should, Gary should take time off. You guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> less, yes. Scott's on our ta- team. Yeah. Scott is team. Yeah. They I, said uh, I'm funny. <laughs> Hell yeah. I love, I love both you guys. <laughs> I love both the pods, except <laughs> Jeremiah. Yeah. I'll go after Jeremiah. Okay, okay. He's, he, he's shifting. I like that. He's got it. Jeremiah's podcast is a beef with like somebody who doesn't have, like just a listener. Like, well, <laughs> I, think another podcast. I, was ju- I was just on their show too, so oh, it's okay. going to be funny when these all... I didn't shit on you guys over <laughs> there though, so... So it's just you can, yeah, you can yeah. You can go back for a sequel. Okay. So where where did your inspiration to do stand up come from? Was it something you've always wanted to do since you were little or Oh yeah, yeah. and let's back up. How old are you? Thirty two. Okay. I guess that's all right. That that seemed like a lot of judgment. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) He was gonna say how of that? He was gonna say how great of a comic you were because he thought you were like twenty. Twenty, yeah. (laughs) This twenty three year old superstar. Oh this fuck one out thirty year old. No, that makes me feel better. Um. Oh yeah, and I turned thirty-five Thursday. Yeah, I I called your birthday out on stage on Wednesday, and I didn't even know too that like Pisces was like the season either. <laughs> yeah, you got both of those right. Yeah, because <laughs> I was talking about the moon. <laughs> it sucks. Yeah, the moon is dumb. <laughs> yeah. So dumb. Um, inspiration. I remember seeing Jim Gaffigan, his first. Comedy Central special. And I think I was like, I was a young boy. Yeah, I think for I was sure. like seven or eight. And I, I thought like at the time, I'm like, he's just coming up with this shit. Like, <laughs> he's just up there alone. Just this is all coming to his head. And I'm like, this guy's really good. Like, th- th- just the, to see as a, you know, as a child, I'm like, the power of one person in a yeah. microphone can have on a room. Um, Did you yeah. think he was? Like he didn't have anything planned. He just yeah. Went, I oh, thought okay. I thought it was. I wanted just, to make sure that's I what I. He was seven, yeah. Adam. Geez. No, no, but like, 
<laughs> but I wanted to make sure that that was what. Yeah, what that's I, what I thought. It was because yeah. I obviously didn't know the process. Yeah. Um, but that for sure, like that stuck with me. I remember watching on those old, you know, those bubble. Oh yeah, yeah. TVs. We didn't have flat screen TVs. Nope. You know, you have to dust it off. And if my math um, is correct, you were born in 1991. 90. Oh, 1990. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Let's talk about that this was other thing. Story. And then, <laughs> <laughs> also around that same time, uh. Remember burn CDs? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, a friend gave me a Brian Regan's. Oh yeah, first Yay. special. Yeah, um, so it was like those two huge influence, and then I just fell in love with comedy, and then the Tom Segura, his first special. I got the the old ass XM radio. Yeah, yeah. Like the one you had to clip to your um, oh, yeah. air you vents. The, uh, the <laughs> yeah, and the aux cord, yeah. and you clipped yeah. it to your vent, and you had to run the antenna all the way through your car. <laughs> I had one of those, too. Yeah, <laughs> fucking A. Um, and Tom Segura, yeah. just, I, you know, I never had seen his face, but just his material, his storytelling, like, I just got sucked, and now he's fucking huge. Oh, yeah. Like one Dude, of literal these, world tours. Yeah. So. Yeah. He just got done with Sydney. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah, He's it's coming insane. everywhere. Yeah. Especially <laughs> the comics that are able to go to like uh, European countries, Australia, Britain, like the comics that can go to like Saudi Arabia or something or some it's insane. You know, South America and people that sell out. the culture is so different in some of these places and they still sell out. That just yeah. that a, a level of success. Like I can't even imagine I'm excited when I get booked for a show in Temple. Like I cannot yeah. imagine being so talented and successful his that you Spanish can, yeah. is so good yeah and it's so surprising yeah it's so <laughs> surprising well, did you read his Segura. book yes yeah I enjoyed it so good let me play alone by myself or please leave me alone or something I'd like to play alone please yeah that was great it was good yeah, I mean he did a lot of that in material too yeah like yeah. a lot of that stuff was like bits well, I'm glad we can help Increase his book sales. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll have the Amazon, or we could all start <laughs> writing our own book. Just yeah, go to our, go to our um our link. If you buy on our from our link, we get a certain percentage of all the. <laughs> we'll Tom help books Tom Segura <laughs> on his world tour. <laughs> <laughs> he needs a private jet. Yeah, he yeah. needs. He needs jet. it. <laughs> so where when did you have that transition from being a comedy fan to doing it? Yeah, doing it or or deciding I, this is something I want to do or even thinking that you could do it. So my my brother slash stepbrother, <laughs> uh, we started a podcast and we're still doing it. Shout out the stepbrothers podcast. Nice. Um, and I think we had been doing that for a minute, and we were getting like people were pe- people were listening to it, and then we would get feedback. You know, they're like, "You guys are funny. You guys are funny." And then like it always stemmed from. Um, my brother and I, like, whenever we would go somewhere, like, him and I would end up be the one, we'd be holding court. Yeah. Like, just us fucking around. And then we're like, we should just try it. We should just go and try it and see what, and then, fuck, I, I fell in love. <laughs> the very first time you were like, I got to keep doing first, this? Or, yeah. yeah. What about him? Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, life gets busy. Um, he's taken, Have you brought him around? He's been to Corky's twice. Okay. Okay. 
I think once or twice. <clears throat> twice, yeah. Um, I want him to fall back in love with it. <laughs> yeah. um, it's definitely not for everybody, though. Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, I know he loves it too, yeah. but it's just I mean, priorities, yeah. you know. Yeah. But we still do the podcast, and that, that like we use the podcast basically to uh, like riff ideas without telling you we're riffing ideas. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And then we'll just bounce off. And then no, like, that's a good idea. Like I've came, I've got like tags and shit have came from doing the podcast. Yeah. 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 That's just I another mean, the, lighting that's happened exercise. here for us too. Like yeah. we, I've, I've walked away with or even a few jokes or a few tags. Yeah. Even at Corky's, somebody will be talking and you'll hear something that one of us said up on the stage later that night. So it is, yeah, it is a good way to, I mean, you should mine your entire life for, for a comedy material. So yeah, yeah, it's just another way to write, I guess. Too. Yeah. I'm glad it was nice. I'm glad I was. I'm glad that my first, your first memory of me was nice. Yeah, I don't think I had, except Jeremiah. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. No, I, like I said, I've felt very welcomed and. We really bonded, community and, and I, me and Scott bonded after the um, the unfortunate events of the Corky um, Corky's fire, the Great Fire of the 2012. No, um, <laughs> that stupid competition that they had. Mm. Oh yeah, I missed that. Yeah, yeah. We were. Oh yeah, we did. We were salty. <laughs> we were knocked out the first round. Oh yeah, and we just started getting drunk. We got <laughs> hammered. <laughs> It was like the first week they started selling those fireball shots. I was like, how oh, many do yeah. you want? Like, let's do this. Did you um, have no. to pay to enter the comp- competition or was it free? It was just uh, a little bracket. So, okay, uh, that I did the yeah. one you had to pay for. <laughs> at Corky's or a different No, with this dignity. Was at Playa's. <laughs> Dude, I was one, so mad. That, that sounds D1 like such one? a good fit for you. I was That's so mad. I show up and I'm like, I got to fucking pay to do time here? When I think of a bar <laughs> called Playa's, like ah. I just see you like at the at the bar and everybody yelling, oh, my Scott, set, when you walk in. Yeah, like, my yeah. set went just as well as you think it would. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got to pivot, man. Any room. Any I, room. Oh, dude, I, <laughs> I was pissy. I, I was just as pissy as <laughs> I just shit on the venue. I'm like, I'm not going to win... And I know I'm not going to win, so I'm going to just comment yeah. about how the fucking toilets don't work. <laughs> <laughs> the only time I've ever, other than paying for gas and all that uh, to do stand-up, was when uh, the old Cap City used to do Funniest Person in Austin. And I, I don't, it was either two or three years I lied and said I gave them my grandparents' address and said oh, I was yeah. from Austin. And it was, it was like 25 bucks, and it was worth, I never advanced or anything. And in fact, I... I made my money back because I won Joke of the Night nice. one time. That's cool. Um, and I think it was like 100 or $200. Um, Damn. But that's pretty good. That's, uh, that's more that's than That's a fraction of what I've paid on gas money just to go to comedy shows. But, oh, yeah. Um, that was... And I, they did it at the new Cap City, I believe. Or are they doing it? I know yeah, I saw they, a sign-up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, I don't know if it's completed. the same. I don't know who won. But at the old one, every night, whether it was a weeknight or a weekend... The, it's the big room, 300 people, full. Everybody's drinking. Everybody's having a good time. It was wild. I went yeah, to it one. Was, um, it was packed. It was worth paying the money to, just oh. to be able to perform on the big stage where all the big comics you know, perform and then to have... I mean, it's rare to get to perform in front of a good crowd anyways, but uh, right. 300 
people that are having a good time is just it was worth and that worth feel, it. Like yeah. I got goosebumps just thinking yeah. about it, man. Like yeah. like a room like that when you hear that, you feel that fucking yep. laugh. Like you yep. feel those laughs. Yeah. And you're responsible for it. Like yeah. that's, that's yeah. the coolest. Like Yeah. I'm doing I'm doing it. But yeah, we were very salty after uh, the competition. <laughs> we had fun that night. Oh, we did have fun. Who en- I don't remember who ended up. Oh, it was Diesel who ended up winning that yeah. one. Because that's why they call him the king of Corky's or Colleen yeah. or but the, Temple. Yeah, or but then we were frustrated. Yeah, because we started shitting on everybody that advanced past us. Because it was supposed to be a roast. Yeah. And then they got up there and they're like. And they didn't roast. Yeah, they're like, I like your shirt. And, and we were like, <laughs> kiss already. Like, we were yeah. <laughs> Suck is dead. <laughs> See, I had to earn the, the title of Godfather of Nolanville comedy yeah. by being funnier than all the, the very unfunny comedy. Like, <laughs> uh, like being the king of temple comedy because you won one comedy competition. That's cute. I don't think Diesel listens to this. <laughs> no. I don't want to start a beef with no Diesel. Way. I like him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. But yeah, we had fun. And uh, I hope they do it again because I'll probably get knocked out the first round again. Yeah, same. Yeah. Especially if Brendan Biggs brings his entire family and shit. <laughs> <laughs> was it? I'm fucking with you, was it, Brennan. Was it audience yeah, participation? Because I feel like a lot of those company competitions, yeah. it's... It's well, by round of or so by round of applause, and it's based I on do who brings talk more people. About it. I do want to <laughs> get it off my chest real quick. Of what happened? Let me just open up this cab. So I did. I I do have to say, Brennan's family is like seventy five percent of our listening audience. So, <laughs> but well, we not, don't I'm care. Not, no, I'm not shitting on the him difference. At all. Will be we'll have ten listeners instead of twenty listeners. So <laughs> go ahead and just rip I them, rip them was, a new one. I thought it was just hilarious because the first round was everyone does a set. And then it's by applause who advances. Well, Alex was hosting. And he did. He had everybody vote. And then he like looked at me. And then he's like, fucking, I, I didn't win. Yeah. Like, but I, I could he, tell oh, right he, away. He made it do him again. And then Alex <laughs> made everybody do it again. Like, he was like, are you sure? Like, let's do it. And I'm like, and then I just like. It, but I think that was his subconscious, like, he, you had a good set. Like, I, yeah. Like, and, I mean, I did. And so did Brennan. And then, like, I, I knew, like, I knew the yeah. situation here. Yeah. And, like, his applause so, was louder. Yeah. And then Alex made him do it again. So it was like, <laughs> let's you just got, punch him in the face twice. again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, the I think I have the recording. And I'm just like, <laughs> dude, it's like, just can I get off the stage now? Like, yeah, that. Those audience <laughs> participation can be very subjective, but even the ones where they have judges, if you, if you're yeah. a more edgy comic and it just happens to be somebody that's not into that, or yeah. you know, like it, it well, it's I all subjective. Yeah, and I. Corpies so the is, AI takes over. Corpies is one of the last places, like typically, that I'll work on crowd yeah. work. Um, and but they they're all over it, right? Like when when Bernard was messing around, yeah. and so um, congrats, Bernard. Yep. Nikki. Yeah. Was he the runner-up? Who was the runner-up? I don't remember. <laughs> Jeremiah. Jeremiah. Yeah. Fucking Jeremiah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it always comes back to that son of a bitch. <laughs> Did you have any uh, any any questions before we get to our last few questions? Or no, um, I liked your um, the butterfly. Like I, I saw where you were going with it, and obviously yeah. you need some ironing out. And so, oh yeah. Um, but. 
that that happened for for listeners um, that happened last Wednesday, um, and then again, kind of ideas coming from conversations. You said you were on uh, Janie's podcast, yep, and had fun with them. And mine finally got released, uh, so if you want to check that out, yeah, I think I got a notification. When did it release? Earlier this week. Yeah, I think I got okay. a notification. I just haven't. I I haven't my my it. history of morbid. Yeah, I, I liked. I, I like Danny's concept of uh, the podcast. Um, like Janie asked some questions, oh, yeah. and I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> right? Yeah, and you definitely have to be in the right headspace because I, I I don't think I was prepared for what, and that was my fault. I'm very selfish. Like I didn't listen to any episodes prior. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Well, the, some people like to go in cold so that they're not trying to compete. Yeah, with the, yeah. Know, so it is. Yeah, well, that, then, that's the main reason I do yeah. that. <laughs> so I think I got like two, um, you know, two two new bit ideas I'm going to work on stemming from doing that podcast. So, but thank you. I, I'll figure out where it's going. It's really like, what did I say before? I was like, that was more sentimental than funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the ending punchline got an awe. <laughs> There's just probably me laughing my ass off in the background. <laughs> yeah. I'd, that's one of my, and because I, the way we do the open mics, I don't think there's a lot of comics that do, they work on a bit every single week over and over and over again. And you, But I, I love getting to see the evolution of a joke when you see it in its earlier stages and then months later you're you're seeing it and you, you feel the bone. And sometimes it's only just a few remnants, but other times it's, they just change a little bit here or the inflection of their voice or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, I, I still haven't really cracked. I think I accidentally do it sometimes, you know, because, Oh, I get a laugh at this, but when I said it this way, I didn't, but it, there's a science there that I don't, I don't have the brain to be able to, to, to follow that. But um, yeah. And, yeah. and like golf, I, I, I don't think I'm consistent enough nah, to nah. be, you know, like there was the pause here yeah. or, I mean, sometimes I'll consciously like, drag something out you know waiting for the punch or whatever um but you know yeah depending on you know the mood is yeah. you know mercury in retrograde like, yeah i feel like shit or you know i think that's where you have mood. an advantage over us is because you are closer to austin you have more opportunities for open mics so for us um but i do make the yeah. track to come out oh yeah <laughs> and well, we, we appreciate, appreciate it, it. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, we're always excited to see you buddy oh yeah. i'm excited to see you guys <laughs> So unless you have something else, we ask a couple of questions before. Um, so the first question as to close out the podcast is, do you remember the first joke or uh, that you either re- wrote or performed? Yes, yeah. I do. Um, and I like shit on the the venue kind of. This <laughs> venue go to. It's an on brand for Scott. <laughs> what did I? All right. I think the first joke was, Cause this bar, shout out to Union Street Station in Traverse City. They got one of my favorite mics. Um, if if they if you got some Traverse City listeners out there, <laughs> hell yeah, we do now. You will, yeah, yeah. yeah for nice. sure. Um, my first joke, uh, it's just this kind of dirty bar, you know. Um, and I'm like, and this was obviously first time doing comedy. That's how you get introduced as uh, that's his first time yeah, be yeah. nice um i was like man i n- i never been here when it's when there's light outside 
<laughs> like I didn't even realize there was a window in here because <laughs> the sunlight was coming through, you know. And then I was like, I used, to, I always treated this place like a, a booty call. I always came in late at night, um, when I was sad and horny. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was my first yeah. joke. Nice. <laughs> you started out good. Yeah, <laughs> I approve. Well, and then and then I don't remember how the rest went, but <laughs> and then the second time ate. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Third oh, time yeah, ate shit. Yeah, that's the best. Yeah. I feel like that is a not everybody, but I've it's a pattern that I've seen enough to where oh, there's yeah. gotta be something to that where I've people say, Oh, their first time they did stand up, they did maybe not the best, but they did good they did and well. then they ate shit for yeah. like just however long after that. So yeah. <laughs> this was for supposed sure. to be easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, Oh, I gotta like write shit now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I gotta get material and Try, I feel I like I didn't get I honestly didn't feel like I was a comic until I destroyed my first heckler. Yeah. And oh, I haven't been there yet. Really? Yeah. Fuck. Like that. That. Well, that is a good feeling. Good. I've never. I, I wouldn't say <laughs> I destroyed laughed. a heckler, but when I. Oh wow. When yeah. I've been able to turn a heckler into a just laughing kind of thing, it's been yeah. fun. But I barely ever deal with hecklers. But yeah. Yeah. That is a. Maybe one day me and Justin will, will have I, I Can we get that story real quick? Oh, um, it, I think it's on my Instagram too. But okay. This late. This Wait, it was recorded? Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah. This lady, I was doing a bit about co-parenting because uh, my girlfriend had, at the time had kids. Um, and this, this lady had just been heckling everyone and no one was doing anything. And no one was doing anything about it. And I was like, I'm going to do something. Like, if she says something, I'm going to fucking go off. <clears throat> and I'm like, she was being good. And then I get like halfway through my set and she just goes, wipe your asshole. <laughs> Dude, I, I went off. <laughs> I fucking went off on her. Um, you know, she made... Because I was holding a microphone, so she was like doing the dick sucking yeah. motion. I'm like, you do that a lot. Your throat hurt. Like, <laughs> I just went like in on her, told her to shut the fuck up. Like, and then the whole crowd was just on my yeah, yeah. on my side. It was all wild, and then she just then she just decided she was done and left. And I was like, no, what the fuck was I say, saying? See, this is what happens. We don't parent your fucking kids. And I'm like. <laughs> Like just to be able, like yeah, yeah. I, I, it felt like I entered a different part oh, yeah. of my brain. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is well, this wasn't on script. Yeah. And then like that was like my breakthrough of, oh, you can do this too. Like yeah. <laughs> you don't have to be, you don't have to put yourself in this notepad yeah. box. Yeah. yeah, and it sounds like you hit it in stride too. Like you were able to. This is why you don't parent your kids. You made that. A yeah, you that was part of the. Same. You didn't force it or. Yeah. Oh, no. I'm gonna do crowd work today. I'm right. I'm gonna yell at a lady today. Like, <laughs> and like that was a big, and I was fortunate enough to capture oh, yeah. it too. Okay. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah, my proudest moment with the heckler. I was doing stand up at a bar in Liberty Hill that had a big Confederate flag behind me. So I, that, <laughs> it's not a. I I need to pull the audio, I guess, because I don't want to have. That yeah, <laughs> on the internet, you want to look like a proud boy. Yeah. Somebody took a <laughs> screenshot. Yeah, and it looks like I'm at a Trump rally. They, or something they, like they pay well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's a corporate gig. <laughs> 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 uh, 
All right. Well, our final question yes. is if you uh, could go back in time and give your, you know, whether it was when you were younger, like a little kid or right before you started doing stand-up comedy, if you could go back in time and, t- and give one piece of advice for yourself, what would that be? Mm. It could be comedy or n- yeah. or life. Oh, fuck. I guess for life, um, everything's going to be all right. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to stress all the time. Like You're here. Yeah, you're here. I think that's good for comedy, too. That's yeah. not just for life. That Yeah, because I find myself stressing about comedy all the time for st- stuff I probably shouldn't it's supposed be supposed to yet. be fun. Yeah. 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 Don't don't worry so much. But I think that's kind of why how I ended up getting into comedy, too, was... Uh, Overthinking. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, everything's going to be all right. That. I can see that at this together, table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I uh, really appreciate you coming up here and yeah, uh, letting Thank us interview you. you. It's been a lot of fun. And uh, anybody have any closing words before we shut out the podcast? Should we pray? Oh, yeah, no, we, can pray. we should not. No. Never mind. You guys can go pray. Yeah. Oh. We're a. I was kidding. We're a masturbating on sig- sigils podcast. Uh, yeah. That's what we're doing. Take turns in the bathroom again. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just save time and just do it all together. Yeah. All right. Fair. Well, <laughs> this is Adam Wolf uh, with my co-host Justin Marino and uh, our guest. Thanks, guys. All right, and Chelsea always making noises. Thank you, Chelsea. You're so welcome. All right, love you guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to They Said I'm Funny. Uh, you can email us at they said I'm funny at gmail.com. You can find our social media on Twitter. You can find us at They Said I'm Funny. And on Facebook, search for our page, They Said I'm Funny. You can also give us a call on our Google Voice number. Uh, that number is 254 294 6032. That is 254 254- Two nine four six zero three two, and thanks again for listening.